Arkansas. The game is in the books. Go home, dude. The crowd is headed home. That's it. Another Hogs game in the books. Now we have 60 minutes to react to everything that happened. This is the People's Post Game Show. We have a responsibility to the people. Breaking down hog hoops after the buzzer with your man, JB. What went down? What's up next? Highs and lows, calls and texts. <laughs> Plus, standouts, struggles, and sound from the head hog himself. If you bleed red, you're in the right place. It's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Oh, baby. What a difficult one that's going to be tonight as we try to make some sense of Arkansas falling just short at Mississippi State after realistically one of the better performances of the season. And I'll tell you what, folks, I do appreciate your tuning in and being a part of the conversation as we hang out and, of course, make this thing happen for you live for the Bunker Studio. And look, it is uh, it, it is one of those games here today where you feel like uh, it, it was one that got away from you. Maybe the officiating was a little tight and maybe it was not exactly what you wanted it to be as far as uh, how they could have called it. But Arkansas was outsized and obviously in a spot where it had to grab and uh, ultimately it um, it ends up with Arkansas falling short. 71-67 to 67 as the Hogs fall to MSU. Mississippi State in Starkville gets a four-point victory, improves to 6-6 six and six on the season. I'm looking at the stats. The game literally just went final. Uh, about two minutes ago, and we are on the airwaves with you here across the digital broadcast spaces. Thank you to all of our tremendous sponsors for making these bad boy programs possible. Saturdays during conference play, all basketball season long, all baseball season long, and of course, where we built our bread and butter here on the People's Post Game Front, doing these shows for you, the people, after each and every Arkansas Razorback football game as well. All right. Well, look, um, you lose the basketball game by a four point count. And yet I thought it was a really fun one to watch today. Now it's a difficult thing to be able to get yourself into the mindset to go all in on a basketball team that seemingly had let go of the rope from a collective effort standpoint. But all of a sudden here, Today, you got yourself, if you're like me, if you're a basketball junkie, you got yourself a game that kind of pulled you in. Augs have been sleepwalking up and down through most of this season. And a lot of the player personnel that we expected to perform for them, in particular, I'm thinking of Caleb Battle, L. Ellis, Keon Menefield didn't play in this basketball game today. A lot of guys you were counting on have not delivered. Devo Davis, probably the perfect example of that. And yet, despite all of that, here Arkansas is right in this game on the road feeding off of Makai Mitchell, who really has been the story for Arkansas Razorback basketball. If you're going to look for something positive here amidst this season that has been as frustrating as anyone in the Eric Musselman era, absolutely positively, you got to look at Makai Mitchell. He's the best story you got. Uh, Mitchell bringing it once again from the jump, had his fifth double-figure game in the last six performances, and this was a career high out of Makai with 21 points and eight rebounds. But at the end of the day, I'm not here to tell you how great a defeat was, right? 21 for Makai, 18 for Caleb Battle. We'll go eight apiece for Devo and L. Ellis. Tremont Mark in foul trouble. 
all game long, called for five, fouled out with four minutes left. Caleb Battle called for his fifth with two minutes left. I mean, wow. Makai Mitchell fouls out with 10 seconds left. Folks, 25 fouls called on Arkansas in this basketball game. 20 personal fouls called on Mississippi State. A lot of fouls. 19 points for Hubbard. 17 and 10 for Matthews. Hogs got bludgeoned, beat up bad on the glass. 42 to 27. But somehow found a way to stay in the game. And I think a lot of that was the defensive game plan to get in passing lanes, to try to overcompensate on some of the dribble drive stuff. You forced 14 turnovers in this game and found a way to hang in there despite getting out rebounded by 15. I love the way Mitchell's playing. I wish you had more collective team effort than what we're seeing out of this uh, Razorback team overall over the last what month or two. But signs of life still persisting. Unfortunately, at 12 and 13 now, with a conference record of three and nine, you got what? Three games left. You know, we got just a few of these bad boy post games left. And and part of you is thinking, thank goodness, it's been a tough season. The dialogue about this team has gotten way more deep than just the struggles of this one Razorback basketball team, though. And to make it all about the X's and O's tonight would not be fair either, because obviously what you have right now is some kind of crisis surrounding your your program, its struggles, the instability, the rumor mill swirling. I really would strongly argue that we have not partaken in that stuff hardly at all. But how could you discount the fact that it's part of the conversation right now? Eric Musselman has got to be contemplating his future here at Arkansas. Wouldn't you be? Anybody who thinks you're not constantly looking at your situation in life and wondering whether it's the best fit or there's something else out there. I don't know if you're lacking, you know, a pioneer spirit or an adventurous streak or really just a, a desire to better yourself. But definitely if you elect to go into the world of sports, college athletics, college basketball coaching in particular, a lot of that is, as you climb the ranks, about money. Because if it wasn't about money, Eric Musselman would still be coaching the CBA. Or, you know, it's some high school team somewhere. Even those programs now are starting to pay a lot more money than they used to. Point being, Eric Musselman got to Arkansas by looking to better his situation every time he could. And I have no doubt right now he is uh, in a tough spot between a rock and a hard place. Found a way to summon a really great effort out of his team today. And yet at the end of the day... The hogs still fall short. So you're able to, to coach your guts out, get them to play so much harder. I still thought the execution, some of the, the, the clock management stuff late was uh, maybe not on him completely. I mean, your players have to play and execute plays. And you got Makai Mitchell, a great look at the bucket before he fouled out. And then obviously, uh, you know, you're not able to knock down a couple of big shots late. Debo Davis gets a look from the wing. Jeremiah Davenport, had a chance for you. Players got to make shots. I get that. But I felt like Muss, by and large, had his team ready to go today. And that takes a tremendous amount of willpower, of energy, and really of just digging deep for motivational tactics when you consider the fact that this team looked like it had given up. Did not see in the last few weeks, did not seem like it had given up today. Absolutely not. Hogs fall 71 to 67. 
is a, a much better effort. You wish you'd seen this all year. You fall to three and nine in the SEC. So a season that's been difficult um, continues to spiral downward. Next up against Texas A&M on Tuesday night. We'll get that one going at six o'clock. At least it's a merciful earlier start. And then next weekend, Hawks are home for Missouri. You still have home games, Missouri, Vanderbilt, and LSU to close it out. And road games, A&M, at Kentucky, and at Alabama. So three and nine right now. This was a very desperate Razorback basketball performance today. A sense of now or never kind of permeating the performance. And so, you know, if you're a hoops fan or a hoops junkie like I am, you had no problem sinking your teeth into this game. And obviously, if it's your profession, you're going to watch the game regardless. But uh, the basketball player, coach, all that stuff, fan and me, really enjoyed watching this basketball game today. I wish the officials had probably let a few more calls go on the Arkansas side of it. I don't want to say that's the biggest reason they lost, but it factored in. But look, Mississippi State's a lot bigger than you, and it's not the ref's job to just make it all 50-50 even stuff. It's not their job. It's their job to officiate the game, and if they're really good at what they do, then their officiating is going to keep both teams in the game. But I don't think you're striving to tip that balance too far, really, one way or another. All right. Uh, we're hanging out. We're doing it. I told you we would. Come hell or high water. This is what I do. This is who we are. Arkansas Razorback basketball. Fall short. 71-67. Wish I had a better story to tell you here on the postgame show tonight. Opening thoughts in the can already. Uh, we got on the air moments after this game wrapped up. Our people's postgame shows for you all season long on YouTube, Podbean, streaming it live on our website, therealnwajb.com. And then, of course, you get the post-show podcast posted up, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, and more to listen back on your own time. Maybe now is not the time. Maybe you've moved on to another portion of your weekend. That's uh, that's understandable. So if you're listening back later tonight or on Sunday or perhaps even on President's Day morning, appreciate your throwing it on for a little bit. All of the uh, listenership helps. All you fine folks have been a huge part of this thing. All right. Bunker Studio, Team B Media, Hawks fall short by four. Uh, where has this kind of effort been all year? State improves to six and six in the SEC. Arkansas to three and nine, six games left. And what am I talking about when I say the complexion of how you play at the end of the year affects the future of the program? I want to talk about that. We'll hear the must sound, standouts and struggles. We'll keep it tight. We'll try to be out of here by four o'clock. Shortly after 3.30, still a lot more to discuss. People's Post Game with Josh Bertuccini, Bunker Studio, Team B Media, I appreciate every last one of you. And we're coming right back. A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it still has the same awesome customer service and phenomenal inventory you won't find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to golf car spot for over 20 years. Neighborhood cars, cruisers, horse cars, first to the ball or last to the ball, roll up in style with A to Z. Repair work with quick turnarounds, too. Now located at 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers, two miles north of the city airport. Call 479-273-9229. Need to lose 100 pounds this year? Don't restrict your diet. Forget joining a gym. Instead, lose the weight of that cheating spouse of yours. At Mock Legal Solutions, there is no hourly billing. You pay one flat fee for your divorce. Call today, 479-769-1505. And let's be honest, it's closer to 200 pounds, right? Mock Legal Solutions. Real advice, reasonable price. 
Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With the scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art, and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year, and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49, online, olsonclinic.com. Builders Direct Lighting offers quality lighting products and solutions for all of your project needs. They buy directly from the manufacturer with no middleman in sight, passing the savings on to you, the customer. From a small office space to a large warehouse, indoor or outdoor, we do it all. Yes, we can even light your pickleball court. For more info, visit buildersdirectlighting.com or call 479-256-0461. A part of the conversation we're having here as we continue has to be about what is going on with the internal stuff. I mean, you hear so much talk right now about this program inside and out. And the loss to Mississippi State does not really change that much. I got to ask it. It's the lead topic of the conversation in basketball. And I mean, is Eric Musselman your coach next year? And should it be your, should he be your head coach next? I mean, realistically, do you want him to be your head coach next year? See, I still absolutely positively do. No question about it. I think this was an aberration year where there was a miscalculation on some particular players. I think you aired on the side of wing basketball and guys who could jack as opposed to perhaps trying to pursue bigs and front court help. And if I'm going to make a knock at Eric Musselman and maybe offer something that I think, you know, when he comes back, hopefully as the head coach can still be, you know, part of the conversation is you got to be able to alter your recruiting strategy a little bit, coach. You got to be able to go out there and, and, um, and recruit some different kinds of players. It can't all be positionless basketball. It can't all be wings. It can't all be ones, twos, and threes. I think you had a glut of those this year, and I think it hurts you. It obviously hurts you. And then you're trying to get them all into the game at the same time. Much easier said than done. I think Musselman put himself, kind of boxed himself between a, a rock and a hard place, and that's where this team got stuck. Makai Mitchell has played like a grown man. There's no question about it. I thought he was sensational in this game with 21 points and eight rebounds. And I wish you'd seen that earlier. I think if Makai had been more of a productive player, not only, you know, this year, but really in the course of his career, 
you probably would have been in a different situation, but alas, you are three and nine in the SEC. People's post game show with you. Appreciate your being on board. The real NWAJB making it happen uh, from the bunker studio. We're hanging out. We're about a half hour in. We're going to do it till what? Four o'clock. So we're halfway home and um, we got just a few of these bad boys left. And it sure feels like it is getting late fast. Meanwhile, Arkansas Razorback baseball with a 5-1 lead on James Madison as the Hogs have opened up the season. That's after a 6-4 game yesterday. James Madison, not a particularly good team, but you're trying to learn about your own team. And after a 1-1 start, Hogs appear to have broken this thing open in the fifth inning. Ryder Helfrich with a, uh, a piece of yard work to left. So like seeing that, and we'll keep you posted on the Razorback scoreboard here. And then back at you, obviously, with uh, the real NWAJB on Tuesday morning, President's Day Monday, and uh, no show Monday. So when we're back with you Tuesday, you know what's great? Chance to get out to the park on Monday afternoon and take a look-see at, at Arkansas and James Madison on Monday afternoon if you want to go do a little President's Day matinee. But a four-game series Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So you still got games tomorrow and Monday. The weather is so cold. Like, I'm not really sure how much we are learning ultimately about this Razorback team or any team for that matter when you're playing in 30 degree temperatures, 30, 35 degrees like it was yesterday, like it again here is today. But I think it toughens you up a little bit. It certainly makes you feel like your team is starting to learn about itself more than than maybe you were before the season got started. So um, every game's a part of it. No question about that. And I'm looking over some of these post-game numbers here again for Arkansas. And it's just, uh, it's frustrating in a lot of different ways. There's no question about that. Um, Hogs fall short at Mississippi state. And um, one of those situations where you wish it had gone differently, Eric Musselman at the podium. Let's jump in on a little bit of that right now. To make Smith defend a little bit. And I thought that, that Kai did that by aggressively uh, going to the basket. I don't know if we'll talk to you before Texas A&M, but I was wondering if you could give some some thoughts on staying on the road and, and going to College Station. Yeah, I think when we when the schedule came out, we knew we played the last game on a Wednesday and played a fairly early game on a Saturday, and then we're not playing on Wednesday again. We're playing on Tuesday, uh, three games in that amount of time with two travels. Uh, you know, scheduling didn't do us any favor, and and um, you know we got to get ready for a. A very good team with a lot of experience that plays extremely well at home. And and um, I think Buzz Williams does a great job and I have incredible respect for their backcourt. Um, you know, Bradford and, and Taylor, both those guys, really talented. Anderson Garcia, as good a rebounder as, as there is in the country. Um, so it's a more than challenging game for sure. Do you think you'll have uh, Keon and, and Jalen back for that one? Would be wait. I'm, you know, I mean, I'm. Uh, I haven't checked on that, Trey. I'm uh, a, a competitor uh, that every fiber in my body right now is thinking about uh, this game. So I don't mean to be rude, but I, I really have not checked with the trainer, and I'll get right back on the plane and and dive into this game and dive into A and M. And I, I'm probably won't ask the trainer until you know Monday. Uh, it's it's irrelevant right now. I mean, you know. Uh, probably none of them will practice tomorrow uh, if we practice at all. Eric, you guys, obviously the rebounding margin, I believe it was uh, 
they had more rebounds than you guys. Can you just talk about, and obviously they're a good rebounding team, but can you talk about, was that just kind of, I guess, managing that or, and making sense. Was it just kind of, kind of making sure that you guys manage that or is it, how do you kind of deal with, with the team that rebounds like that? They're, they're a great offensive rebounding team. They're super physical. Um, you know, as, as stated earlier, um, we did not have a power forward even available tonight. <laughs> so um, we're playing Davenport there, um, you know, and he's played the small forward his whole life. So uh, that particular matchup at the four spot, Cam Matthews went six of seven, uh, and, he, and he took 10 free throws attempted, which is almost more than our whole team, by the way. Uh, and he had 10 rebounds, four of those being offensively. So we knew Tulu Smith would rebound. And then I thought Keyshawn Murphy, number 12, did a good job scrapping out three offensive boards as well. So uh, certainly the 17 offensive rebounds is is uh, problematic. But uh, we also knew that from a size standpoint, without Graham and without Brazil, that's 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 going to be an area of concern, just as it will be an area of concern when we go to A&M. Paul, final question. Eric, I, I think it was the first AM game that that uh, Bell didn't play. I, I might be wrong, but you know, he said game where he didn't play a few minutes. I don't see he's an older guy that used to play a lot. How do you think he's dealt with that? And I assume he'll be a big part of the, the rematch with AM. Yeah, I mean, I think with all I mean, uh when we're when we're not playing as well as we would like to as a as a coach. I have a decision to make, and the, and the decision has been to continue to try to find combinations that put us in the best position to win. Um, KB has been a, a worker uh, tonight offensively. I thought he had a good, a good matchup. Um, certainly, when he's scoring the ball and drawing free throws, um, we're a much better offensive team, and I think his defensive principles have also improved as well, and certainly him fouling out tonight um, hurt us offensively in the late stages of the game. Guys, we had one more. You say, you know, Mississippi State's very physical, and you guys draw a lot of free throw, generally speaking. Why do you think there was such a big free throw discrepancy? Well, I can't answer that. Uh, this, this is, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what we, what we send in, what we talk about. All right, let's call it good. Eric Musselman, a few minutes, uh, must post-game sound, need to hit a break. We'll do that. We'll come back, standout struggles, and a look ahead as we wrap this bad boy up. People's post-game, Hawks fall to 3-9. and nine. A rough season gets rougher. Some Eric Musselman post-game live for you. On the People's post-game, we are coming right back after this. Herman's Rib House on College in Fayetteville. A tradition like no other around. When you're looking for the best steak, chicken, salmon, something for lunch or dinner, Herman's has your back. This year is their 60th anniversary and the food keeps getting better. Perfect time to stop by and check out their revamped menu, the Dustin Omelette, a personal favorite. Herman's in Fayetteville. Follow them on Instagram or Facebook for more info. Stop by and grab some grub today at Herman's, celebrating its 60th year in business in 2024. 
Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help, taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas and North Central Arkansas and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. Hi, my good friends. We're not going to belabor it tonight, but Arkansas Razorback basketball not having a very good season. And I think you know that to be true already. The question now, can they close with any kind of pride? Can they figure out some sense of, uh, of self-respect? I think you fought towards that today. You didn't win the game. And you know I don't like to play that game about uh, you know moral victories. But the fact that Arkansas was able to give you a better effort, I think you do feel better about what's perhaps coming up at Texas A&M and then the last few home games. Missouri next Saturday. That's an 11 a.m. start. I thought the earlier start tonight was merciful. We get to be done here in just about 10 minutes. So that'll be nice as we knock it out for you here. Six days a week, Team B Media Land. We're taking the uh, the President's Day on Monday deal. Be with the, the kiddos. Take care of some, some family stuff. I know a lot of folks have a holiday coming up. If you do, if you don't, uh, we will see you back on the morning show Tuesday at 7 o'clock sharp as we make sense of the Razorback basketball weekend and then, of course, baseball, too, which is going on right now at Palm Walker. I had the chance to get out to the ballpark yesterday in, what, 32-degree weather. It was uh, it was fun. It was cold, very cold, but it was fun. And today, much like yesterday, very, very cold. But Hogs up 5-1 after a 6-4 win yesterday, and hopefully you can get three or four of these first four of the year against James Madison. All right, um, Eric Musselman, big picture. If you were a must right now, would you want to come back? I think a lot of that has to do with the contract that is probably on the table in front of him. And I think it comes down to whether or not you feel 
Like he's the kind of coach who can take you even further or at least consistently into the tournament, right? Like he has done so far. And I just go back to the, to the fact that the track record speaks highly. Now, does he want to be somewhere for the long term? I don't think we know that yet. His career resume, and when he was hired, we knew that was part of the deal, was that he wasn't anywhere longer than, you know, four or five years tops. We have at the end of the five-year run there. So is he your long-term guy? I think the future still up in the air with just a few weeks left in the season, and that stuff is unsettling right now to think about. You know, I, I like the brand of basketball that they mostly played this year's team, I think. And Menifield did play a few minutes of the game, as Terrence points out. Um, this year's team is just not gelled, has not been a cohesive product. And for whatever reason, it's just, it's never clicked for them. And you wonder moving forward whether or not you can turn over the roster enough. And I think you can with some of the new pieces coming in, especially some of these talented freshmen. And uh, you add them to a couple of guys coming back. Who is coming back on this team? You'll have Menifield back. You'll get another year out. Uh, obviously, Aiden Blocker will be back, you would hope, barring a transfer. He only played three minutes. That doesn't make a lot of sense. No points for Blocker, only three minutes. Bayfall, less than three minutes. I mean, that's got to be a struggle right now. The fact that Blocker and Fall have not played more this year makes no sense. Show opinion, two seconds. I mean, you're three and nine in the SEC. Let those guys run around a little bit more. That's your future, right? I don't know. And then he got Shelly, and he got some other five stars coming in, but yikes, not pretty right now as far as what it looks like on your roster. So you're going to hit the transfer portal again, I guess. And either Eric Musselman's going to get his next crew of guys here or elsewhere, but either way, as we talked in the opening take here on the postgame show, People's Postgame, JB with you, the real NWA JB on the social media. Give us a follow if you can. That'd be great. And, of course, post-show podcast coming up. Just a few minutes after this bad boy wraps up. So whenever you're listening back or watching back or uh, or whatever, thank you for being a part of it and taking the time to do it. I think moving forward, you hope you get more strong games out of Mitchell like this. Battle back. Mark, he had an off day today, looked hot early, and then the fouls got him completely out of sorts. 25 fouls on Arkansas, 20 fouls on Mississippi State. So foul troubles. Lack of minutes for the young guys. Let's pick one more struggle here. Rebounding just destroyed on the glass, 42 to 27. So foul troubles, rebounding issues, and the future of the program not getting run. I mean, those are your big struggles. Hard to pick standouts, usually in a loss, not when the team played this hard for so much of the game. I I thought Makai Mitchell again, your number one standout, 21 points, career high. They've changed it to nine rebounds. He did fell out. With a couple seconds left, also had two blocks, two steals. He is playing like a like a man, like a grown Mack truck man. And uh, it's too bad it's coming this late in the season, but he might just get himself a look on an NBA roster. He keeps playing like this, looking more and more agile with the post moves out there. Caliph battle, that's another standout for you. 18 points, couple of boards, but man, he finishes with contact at the bucket as well as pretty much anyone in college hoops. Unfortunately, sometimes, you know, he gets caught up a lot of the time in antics and feelings and off the court stuff, but you would hope battle stays strong in the rotation the rest of the way. And uh, you pick one more standout for this game. How about just collectively? I thought Arkansas's defense in the passing lanes was great all game long. He actually forced 14 turnovers, had only four steals, but forced 14 turnovers against eight for yourself. So standouts, Mitchell, Battle, 
and collective team defense in the passing lanes as you limit Mississippi State in the shooting department as well to 4 of 15 from 3. Of course, Arkansas, 3 for 17. So you're playing a bigger team. You're back to jack and threes. And a bigger team's going to draw fouls on you. That's going to happen. Just felt a, a, little, a little bit one-sided. We'll put it like that. State 19 to 32 from the line. Arkansas 14 of 19. We heard from us already. Your thoughts coming through on the social media have been entertaining tonight as well. Nate Dog with the... Oh, man, is that Rob Schneider? The we, we stink again. How about Maddie? Check back at the 16-minute mark. JB, look, I've seen the movie a few times. Keeping the faith. But they did fight to the end, Matt. How about Wally? When you think about the fact that three L's this season were double digits or more, I guess it was progress. How about Keith on the social media, my guy here, saying, JB, it is a tough fight that you are fighting, but I, re- I respect the hustle, man. Keith, I think you understand What's going on here? How about Facebook crew? Phil, JB, it's baseball season. Basketball has cut my interest level with a month to go. It is a sad state of affairs for us this year. I get it. No, I think that's real. I think hog fans right now, we got to fight that apathy. Got baseball to feel good about. But, you know, again, slow start to baseball, cold weather right now. I think next weekend will be fun to watch how they do in Arlington for sure. And so we'll sink our teeth into that more. You still got a few games left to go. Now it's about pride. It's not about, oh, they're not going to make the tournament. They're the worst team ever. Three straight Sweet 16s, back-to-back Elite Eights. How about a little respect for Eric Musselman as a coach? I, for one, want him back here next year. No question about it. I think everybody gets at least one. Seems like a lot of guys get two or three or four. I'm thinking of some other basketball coaches who have had like a decade of doing nothing in the tournament. And they get to keep coming back to the party. So, you know, to me, Muss is, is worth his weight as well as any coach in the SEC. And uh, I take him alongside a handful of the best coaches in college basketball. He's proven it in the tournament. And clearly you need to do a little tinkering on your staff, some self-reflection. You need to make sure that your family's committed to being here. Let's not get caught up in some negative Nellies on social media, kind of wrecking good feelings. It's been a bad year. Everybody likes to kick you when you're down. That's just the way life goes. Oh, yeah, I told you so. Look at this. Look at that. No, no, no. Eric Musselman has done tremendous work here in his five years here, and his family's done a great job adapting the culture. We're not going to let a few uh, knuckleheads, spammers, you know, fake Twitter heads drive away a really good situation. At the same time, people got to want to be here. You can't make them want to be here. And uh, this is going to be an interesting final few weeks of the basketball season, and then the couple weeks after that, there's going to be a lot of movement. So uh, that's going to be an ongoing thing. Baseball, whoop it up on James Madison for the second of four. You got two more games this weekend, including President's Day on Monday. And for the whole Team B media crew, this was a fun one. We knocked it out. Good to get on the air, get it done. Made it happen, uh, what, just a couple minutes after the game wrapped up. And so much appreciation for every one of our fine sponsors who keeps this program free for you, the people. As you make it happen for yourself via the various social media, local business is what we are all about. And we're going to continue to support and to emphasize that in our game plan moving forward. Baseball post game shows coming up in just a few weeks, y'all. After just a few more weeks of basketball shows, everything in its right place. It's 32 degrees today. Really cold outside. 
I like Nate's chat room little comment here. Throw the season out the window. Of course, I want Musk back. Exactly, Nate. Chuck on the chat. A few of the guys he brought in were just from losing programs and it didn't work out. Time to start over in the portal. Yeah, I think you're right, Robert, as well, in on the mix. Something I've wondered about. Something that's got to be a priority moving forward. Now, how about Kathy listening and freezing from Baumwalker? Way to go, Lady Katie. My gal, Katie, listening at Baumwalker Stadium, a.k.a. Fargo. Way to go. Love me some baseball. Sounds like we played hard. They did. Katie, that's hardcore that you threw us on. I think you made Dennis look bad. I think Katie made Dennis look bad. Katie crushed it. She got on the uh, on the air with us from Baumwalker. She's uh, an all-around Razorback fan. She knows every season deserves its respect and appropriate place. I just love everything she's about. And Dennis, you know, you got to be able to do more things at once. Let's not be so caught on the one thing. Also, it's freezing out there. Katie, you can go home whenever you want, by the way. You're hardcore. Hogs had the lead. You were there. You pulled a double dipper with the show. Katie is our MVP tonight. For the entire Team B media crew, I'm Josh Bertuccini. Your final score from Starkville, Mississippi State 71, Arkansas 67, People's Post Game Show. That's a wrap. We're back with you next week, getting it done at, what, 1 o'clock. Game at 11 a.m., Arkansas and Missouri. I think that's going to be a kiddo special next Saturday. And then we'll have the post-game show for you right around 1 o'clock, 1.15, so we'll keep you posted. Uh, morning show, Real NWAJB, back on Tuesday at 7.05. Have yourselves a fantastic rest of the weekend. Do me a favor and be smart out there. Stay warm. It's really, really cold. Hopefully warm this thing up back to the 50s and 60s the next couple days. Just six games left. We'll get you there. Appreciate you tuning in. Have a great weekend, y'all. 